Hello, welcome back to another episode of D54. We're back again and we are welcoming back Mr. Sunny Man. Hey man, how are you going? Good man. So Sunny is back on back-to-back episodes. And so no Dennis this time. He's uh missing from this one. He will be listening in, he will be listening in um pretty closely. But Sonny's already told me that he's gonna do his best Dennis impersonation, so don't you worry. I'm gonna nail it, man. So easy. <laughs> <laughs> Too easy, man. Too easy. Well, you know, we'll 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 start we'll start the show, man. So Doctor Strange, multi word of multi west of madness. Yeah, it's a bit of a is it a bit of Krista? <laughs> It's kind of multiverse of madness. That's right. Yeah, in yeah. the multiverse of madness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it? It's Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. There you go. Yeah. Already starting off on the wrong foot here, but <laughs> yeah, man. But all right. So there's heaps to talk about this movie. But before we get into this, man, I particularly had a pretty bad moment because this movie was basically spoiled for me. Not. Mm-hmm. So there's two, there's two kind of spoilers spoilers I want to talk to you about. Um, one is a you know traditional leaks like people releasing footage of the movie um, days prior to the movie actually being released. And the other spoilers are the ones that Disney just ruined for you. So these aren't spoilers, but just the amount of promotion trailers, mm. um, you know, Super Bowl clips, uh, TV spots. Yeah. It's it's so much promotion for this movie. Um, so I've got a, quite a bit to say, man, but was how was your experience? Did you did you Im- get impacted by spoilers or... I mean, you would have got impacted by the trailer, at least. How did that sort of yeah, like, yeah. your viewing experience? I think on the trailers themselves, I think they are definitely starting to give more away. Like there's usually, what, like three trailers before a movie comes yeah. out with like separate scenes and everything. And yeah. I, like it, I know they're trying to build hype and it probably works well from a marketing sense, but they just give away too much of the best parts of a film. And then what happens is you have all of the like YouTube guys who will break mm. down everything just based on those trailers and you probably have then a really good idea of what yeah. the entire film is going to be about, which is just, I think, taking away from it. And so my practice now is just to try and not watch any trailers, mm. basically. Well, I've decided this lately, actually, to just not watch <laughs> any more trailers of like Marvel films and at least for the month beforehand and just yep. try and go in there and actually be surprised by what happens. No, I completely agree. Um, it's way too much marketing. I sometimes I'm sometimes question why they need to do so much marketing. I'd like to, obviously, you know, it's hard to get this kind of statistics and stuff like that, but because, you know, every single thing they've done, they've marketed the hell out of it. But, you know, it's such a, like, with, if, 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 if they didn't put out a trailer for this movie, it still would have made as much, maybe not as much, but it would have made, a crap ton of money. It's it's one of the biggest. They've done the back. They've done all the work for it in the last ten yep. years, right? Like it exactly kind right. of builds on itself now. Yeah, yeah, and they leave so much, you know, in you know other ways, right? Like this Doctor Strange trailer came out in the Spider Man post credit scene. So, you know. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. So it came out in the end of Spider Man No Way Home. We saw the basically the you know the last the end the post credit scene was a Doctor Strange. The Doctor Strange trailer, so that itself was you know. So they basically you, used one movie to market the next film in the franchise. Yeah, correct. Just yeah. I think like was, you're basically yeah hurtling towards the next film already. Yeah, there were there were two post credit scenes in the Spider Man movie. This. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, none yeah. of them were really to do with the MCU. One was oh, well, I mean, if I don't really think a trailer is 
really, you know, a post-credit scene. It's just something that's there. But look, yeah. aside from the Disney stuff, there was so much given away like to me yeah. from the itself. Like so one, they give away the whole Illuminati scene was given away. Um you know, they put in Xavier's voice in, which is normally going to be a huge thing, but they chucked him in there. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, they, you know, as you said, the, the YouTube breakdown people, which, you know, all, all credit to them. They do great work. I don't want to disrespect anything they're doing. But for me as a, you know, probably above casual viewer, like probably at a high level, but not at that super, super fan level um, of like a comic book fan that knows the whole story is back to front and they can break down everything. Or um, sees references which aren't in MCU world. Yep. I'm not on that level, but you know they broke down that you know there was a version of Captain Marvel in the team. Um, then they had another the, the last minute. I don't know why they did this. The last minute they put out another TV spot. I think it was like maybe ten days before the movie was releasing, oh, and they had man. Captain um what's it called Helly Atwell's character. Yeah, they had Peggy Carter's Captain Britain or whatever whoever she's meant to be her in it as well. And then the night before, no, I think. The night before or a few days before I saw the movie in cinema, um, they put out John Krasinski's Jim Halpert's face um, on Reddit. Um, <laughs> showing us. Yeah, yeah, and showing so, us. Like, some, can I just say, like, the people that that's targeted at is hardcore Marvel fans, right? Like, no one really knows Peggy Carter if you're a casual fan, right? Beyond yeah. this Captain America series. Um, no one probably watched the, like, TV show with her in it. And John Krasinski is probably, again hardcore Marvel fans, you don't need to market to them. They're already going to come and watch this show. Like, no, you're exactly right. Um, make no difference. I completely agree, man. It's So that was pretty ruined for me. That was one of the biggest scenes, I would say. Mm. Like that was the kind of, you know, the equivalent to the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. 100%, yeah. And Spider-Man. Um, yeah, but so aside from that, aside from the, you know, the leaks and all that stuff, the Illuminati stuff, we saw basically Doctor Strange go through all the multiverses which was another such a cool graphic scene, like that scene when he goes through, and we'll talk about this obviously in much more detail yeah. coming up, but like there's so, many, there's so many visual things that they did, which was so cool, which I would have loved to see, you know, originally the first time. For the um, first time, yeah. Yeah, the trailer itself, like what did you, like how much of, for me as I was watching the movie, I could only think about the trailer because I had seen it so many times at yeah. that point, just because it's forced yeah. upon me, it feels yeah. like. Um, and you're right. And we will talk about these scenes later, but him falling through the multiverses, him being like that zombie version of himself with the million yeah. arms and all of that, some of the best scenes in the movie, yeah. right? Like the most memorable scenes in this movie, like visually stunning, all just in the, in the, trailer. In the trailer, right? Like yeah. The impact diminished completely. It definitely did. It definitely did. Um, there, was a, there was a hint of this in the Spider-Man one because... You know, they, they revealed Dr. Ock and they revealed um, yeah, Green true. Goblin. Goblin, um, yeah. And it almost became like, you know, the biggest, you know, the, the, the worst kept secret that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to be in it. Just, it just became, you know, yeah. all the, everyone sort of knew it, it just was bad to happen. Because after you You're just Doc waiting Ock, for it. After, if you Doc Ock is in it, then, you know, it's hard to, okay, so, you know, if you watch those movies, you're like, so Dr. Octopus made it through into this universe, but Spider-Man didn't? Like, it's, yeah. you know, um, it's hard to justify. So, 100% a spoiler. Yeah, man. But so in terms of overall, so I think you mentioned it also did have an impact on you, but not, not did it ruin the experience for you or was it just bad? 
No, I, I don't think it would ruin the experience for me because I probably didn't see all of the stuff that you saw. Like aside right. from the trailer, you might have seen like breakdown stuff that revealed post-credit scenes and stuff. Mm. It probably didn't ruin it for me as much, but I think the impact was certainly diminished. If I hadn't seen those scenes beforehand with like yeah. Illuminati or some of those awesome scenes with him falling through the worlds, I yeah. think I would have been more blown away while watching the movie, right? Like yeah. I, I think the cinema-going experience just diminishes a lot because you've seen so much of it on the trailers yeah no it's definitely something that I've, i don't know i'm gonna take the same approach as you in the future and just try to avoid as much as i can i'm even starting yeah. to do it now like marvel have released a she-hulk trailer um i saw the trailer and that's it if they yeah. release anything yeah. else from this point i'm not gonna watch it anything with thor love and thunder whatever you haven't seen, seen the new trailer for thor no, I haven't. I haven't. Okay. I'm Last 24 hours. Yeah, oh, there's good. really? Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm not. No, Don't I'm do not it. Don't it. do it. I've seen the original trailer. I loved it. It looked great. I can tell this. That's all you need movie. to know. Yeah. If, if you know, someone else flies through, if Dr. Strange appears in it, I don't want to know about it. Like, let me, <laughs> let me see it in the cinema, man. <laughs> there's going to be um, 20 Thors who come through. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a multiversal Thor. <laughs> Thor in the, in the multiverse of madness. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. So, you know, I can complain all day about the trailers and stuff like that. But yeah. let's, um, let's actually start talking about this, you know, this pretty <laughs> pretty grand scale MCU movie. Yeah. Uh, to date, just in terms of its impact, like I know the Spider-Man movie was, you know, the, one of the biggest movies since Infinity War and Endgame. Um, yeah. But in terms of the MCU, I don't feel that had as much impact and that's partly yeah. because of yes you know it did you know of course the change appeared in that and op- opened up the whole multiverse um and you know the loki series introduced us to new timelines and yeah so you know we have all these things going on but because spider-man's kind of a sony venture it just yeah you know it makes me think that it's not as you know it's not an mcu property as much as dr strange is like he's front and center at this point mm. um but yeah this is one of the biggest MCU movies that I think has come out. But before we jump into this movie and talk about, you know, mm. Doctor Strange and uh, Wanda and WandaVision and the connections, um, I want to talk a little bit about the style of this. And obviously the style of this was dictated a lot by probably one of, you know, I don't use this word too often, but, you know, an actual auteur of filmmaking in Sam Raimi. Um, someone with that. really a distinct style. And mm. I don't know. So what is... I personally have a lot to say about Sam, Sam Raimi, um, but I wanted to get to your, know your thoughts. What Are you a Sam Raimi fan? Have you seen much of his stuff? What are your thoughts about him? Look, I, in terms of Sam Raimi, I reckon all I've seen are the Spider-Man films and Drag oh. Me to Hell or Drag Me From Hell. <laughs> or one, yeah, that's one of those. And look, all of those were excellent films. Uh, mm. Third Spider-Man, maybe not so much, but <laughs> like all those others are excellent films. And he definitely does have a completely distinctive style for himself. Yeah. It probably helps that he's a big comic book fan, that he's able to do oh. some sort of justice and bring his own vision to this. Yeah. But when I think of like Sam Raimi, hallmarks of his style are obviously that visual style where he's just mm-hmm. got his own distinctive flair and there's a lot going on all the time and the color palettes are amazing. Yep. Then there was obviously some of that horror themes to this movie that yeah. really shone through, right? Like almost zombie like wonder and mm-hmm. you know zombie strange and all of that but then there's also like a bit of goofiness as well in the <laughs> films and just corny lines that like yep. they're not bad they actually 
like enhance the film. You might remember there's one scene where like Strange says to Wanda, uh, you made your kids with magic. And then she says something like, yes. don't all mothers like <laughs> make kids with magic? And you're just like, oh my God, grown. Yeah. But it's like just said with a straight face, right? Um, but yeah, just I think it he does have that distinctive style. It's exciting. Things are always going on. And I think he really did help bring like the madness to the multiverse mm. of madness. Like there's not many other people that could have done it the way he did it, I reckon. And he was able to, I reckon, just achieve the vision of what Doctor Strange is meant to be. And that is this guy who is just like jumping through worlds, going between dimensions. There's freaky characters and creatures going on everywhere. So yeah, I think he like really nailed it, man. And there are a couple of scenes in there that are super great that we can talk about, but... I yeah. think in, in terms of him as a director, it seems like he was given the autonomy to make this as he wanted to. Yeah. I reckon there's probably a couple of things that he was maybe forced to do or like the Illuminati stuff. I don't know if that was part of his like whole mm. stick or whether that was like a Marvel like a studio exec saying we yeah. need to like shoehorn this stuff in. But, yeah, it, it was awesome, man, and his distinct nice. shot, style really shone through. Right. So, you, so it worked for you? You liked the overall 100%. Style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was it was amazing. I thought nice. like it yeah, was okay, cool. again like a character unto itself. His visual style, right? Yeah, yeah. So his origins, I, I'm actually I'm pretty moderate to big fan of his because you know I do like my yeah okay. I do like my horror movies. Um, yeah, and yeah. So he's I guess his most you know his biggest call to actually biggest call to um fame. Obviously, it's a Spider Man series. Um, and, you know, mm. some of that stuff he's done. But he comes from a pretty humble background. So he made a lot of independent films, like, back in the day. A oh, lot really? of short films. Um, he does come across as quite goofy. That's the main thing with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. But one thing that he's really strong with, and this is probably one of his most distinct styles, one of the most distinct um, things of his, is he is able to, he's able to cross over from genders. Yeah. <laughs> genres <laughs> genders loves a good gender transition oh my shows. goodness yeah no no so he's able to cross over from genres um yeah really well like that's that's one of his strongest one of his strongest feats uh so he can switch between action comedy thriller horror uh and he does it in a way which is not like yeah. um scene by scene so it's not like we're gonna have the action now then it's gonna turn to horror then it's gonna turn to a heartful moment um he can sort of as you said he'll take a really serious scene and chuck in a goofy line um, or he'll make, um, you know, I thought one is portrayal and we'll talk a little bit more about Elizabeth Olsen, but like, I think a lot of the direction she had from Sam Raimi really changed the character up a lot. Like the thing that he does is he, he's, he exaggerates a lot. So if you've seen mm. any of his like evil dead series or things like that, it gets to the point where it's cartoonish and you can't even start taking it seriously anymore. Cause it's so, it's so over the top. Um, yeah. And so the thing with him is he basically, for a lot of, when he started to get more famous um, to do more of the Spider-Man, this commercial stuff, he ran it down a little bit, but he's still able to put in some of his stuff. And I think mm. it was actually on display here with the Doctor Strange movie. I thought he did, I thought his style worked. There was like, there's a lot of randomness that happened in this movie, um, which I don't think would have happened in, I don't think I've seen that from any other Marvel projects, and that's because it's a distinct style of Sam Raimi's. Yeah, um, and this is a, Marvel have sorry before I sort of um, end up, I'll pass it back to you. But before, so Marvel, he's maybe the third or fourth, I think, director who has a distinct sort of style to them. Because we got mm. obviously James Gunn, 
Um, yeah. You know, and he he's you know an entity all on his own basically. Um, yeah. You got um, Koi Zhao recently. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I haven't seen much of hers, but you know, Os, Os, you know Oscar winner director, um, and that Eternal movie. You know, love it or hate it, it was definitely had its, its own footprint, and that's by her. And yeah, it was as different. You yeah, yeah, it was different, right? And yeah, of course, Taika. It's you know, you don't really have to say much about that. That itself yeah. is in its own craziness. So he sort of enters this world of this as well, and I actually like that quite a bit because now Marvel movies are starting to feel, from that aspect, you know, they've got their own individual identity, like. This Doctor Strange movie, from a visual style point of view, can't be compared to anything else in the MCU. I don't think it stands on its own. The same way the Guardians of Galaxy of the Guardians of Galaxy um, movie sort of stand on their own as well. Um, but yeah, man, do you have any other thoughts on Sam Raimi, or if you want to talk about more of the style of the movie? No, but what you were just saying in terms of he bringing a distinct style, it's almost like mm. this was the perfect movie for him, right? Because yeah. it allowed him to mesh all of those different genres together because Doctor Strange lends himself to that kind of stuff, right? Yep. He's like a wizard traveling through dimensions. So yeah. it's hard to think whether, th- it's hard to think that his style would have worked quite as well with other films in the franchise. Mm. Like you couldn't have him in Ant-Man probably or like, I don't yeah. know, some pretty down-to-earth sort of yeah. you know, Shang-Chi no, or something. You needed a film that would be as wacky as he would be visually and could go like, traverse those genres as well as he could. No, that, so, that, that's know, a, another great call by great Marvel point. by the sounds of it. Yeah, no, that, that's a great point. Um, yeah, this movie did seem quite suited for him because you're right. To allow him to be in his multiverse of madness or his real house of madness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. He needed a protagonist like Doctor Strange and even Wanda, you know. Again, like over the top. <laughs> yes. Know, uh, with the superpowers super and what they can do. Like the abilities that they have is, you know, you're right, and man, they, these are more a Shang-Chi, they're more um, ground level ground. compared to these guys. Um, but yeah, man, so let, let, let's talk a little bit about, uh, so it sounds like we're both pretty big um, on the Raimi train. I do think I do think that's, from what I've sort of read online and stuff like that, that is something that I think some people didn't get. I think a lot of people, if you're not sort of familiar or comfortable with that, you might just think, okay, this is a bit weird, this is a bit cheesy, like why they're doing this. Like his transition mm-hmm. sometimes, like, if you've seen um, the Spider-Man movies, like he does some ridiculously, you know, random, hilarious stuff like Tobey Maguire turning emo and doing a dance and freezing on it. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's going to walk down the street and his faces are like, it's campy in some ways. Like, and that goes yes. back to his, um, you know, his, you know, indie, you know, independent budget movies origins. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, but so, let's talk about this. So this this movie that what you know the premise was pretty, I thought the premise was pretty good. It took off. I really liked, you know, the storyline. It sort of took off, kind of from. I can't really tell where it took off from a Doctor Strange point of view. I don't know where he was last because last time we saw him was Spider Man, but it, it I think, must be post Spider Man, right? Like not think, long afterwards, right? I think yeah. So it's post Spider Man, but. My, I think my connection was more towards Wonder and that continuing on from Wonder Vision. I think um, that's sort of where I could pin it down from because when she sort of entered this scene, um, then I could sort of tell, you know, okay, fine, we're starting off from you know Wonder side and Wonder Vision finished. We saw the post-credit scene for that and all that craziness. But so a lot of stuff happened, man. Yeah. We had a new character coming in with you know this new ability she has mm. to basically jump from between platforms. 
Um, so what did you think about the setup of the movie? What did you think about, you know, the whole multiverse um, aspect of it, this character being able to jump to the multiverse, um, you know, Wanda's sort of introduction to this uh, before we go too deep into sort of the end part of it. But what do you think of the initial yeah. setup, like the start, how they introduced everyone? Yeah, I think one of the really good things about this film is it basically hit the ground running, right? Like the first yeah. scene is just him like, you know, being chased by some a monster or something, right? And then yeah. taking America Chavez's power. And like it, it then transitions to basically him going to a wedding and then mm. the craziness just kicks off from there, right, in reality, I guess. Yeah. So I thought it... It was unique in that sense. I feel like Marvel movies don't generally hit the ground running like that. They're pretty kind of, they build up. So that was kind of took me by surprise, to be honest, and that was a good thing. I think with the traveling to multiverses, obviously we were expecting that, but that, again, also just comes really early in the movie, right? Like you get America Chavez introduced within the first 10 minutes. Well, she's in the first scene, but like, yeah, gets introduced within the first 10 minutes you already have an understanding of her ability and then you're just fall, falling through multiverses within like the yeah. first 15 minutes. So it's it really does throw a lot at the audience. And mm. I think if you're big Marvel fans like you and I, that's probably fine, right? Because we're there yeah. for it. But I wonder if you're just a casual viewer and you're just starting with with these insane things going on, how you would react to it, um, which... I mean, maybe you'd be fine with it, but I think it would just be a lot to take on and without much background, you'd be no, probably be. trying to, a bit lost, I think. And I it think kind of solves itself lost. all. No, I think it, if you don't have so much context, but... For me, it worked. I think it, for me, it worked, but I think for other audience members, like who are casual fans, maybe it would have been really hard to get into. Um, but that does resolve itself. Um, And then with the whole wonder thing, again, I thought that escalated pretty quickly because basically in her first conversation with Strange, she reveals that she's the one doing it, right? And so you basically have her set up as the villain pretty quickly in the movie, whereas I thought maybe there might have been a bit bit more kind of anticipation Mm. of that. But look, it was all kind of believable to me, having watched WandaVision, that yeah. this is the route it could go, I guess. But, um, yeah, it, it all happened pretty quickly. But look, as a actual Marvel fan, I, I loved it, man. Yeah, no, I think for, as you said, for us who sort of up to date and stuff like that, I do think it is a lot to take in if, if, if for some reason you're like, let's, let, you, know, let, you know, let me see what the MCU thing is about. And <laughs> you jump and see Doctor Strange, um, you're going to uh, feel pretty pretty overwhelmed, I think. Uh, Even think about the fact that Wanda's whole arc is she lost her children, but there was no yeah. real explanation for that if you're a casual viewer, right? Yeah. She wakes up from a dream where she has some kids and that is the only oh, yeah. indication. Is that right? That she had kids I, and is traumatized so. by it? Yeah, there's not. Like, I mean, it, it digs into it a little bit, but if you don't watch WandaVision, you probably don't go through the emotional journey that she's been through exactly. to get there. That's like, right. All that she's lost. So. You, you you could almost see her as somebody that's a bit of a flawed villain if you don't understand that sort of exactly depth of um, exactly no it definitely but you're right you're spot on about it just hits the ground running it it does that and I didn't even think about how much it did that it did that with Doctor Strange it did that with Wanda yeah um, 
so it introduces, you know, it it doesn't just introduce, like it's not introduced, but it expands upon the multiverse um, with the whole, you know, the dream. He wakes up from a dream. Yes, yeah. It's something that's actually happening in the multiverse. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I quite like the way it's set up. Um, mm. I like the overall, you know, overall plotline and stuff like that. There was, okay, so before we sort of jump into sort of middle part and about, mm. you know, the Illuminati, ruined for me um, yeah. and sort of how it sort of transformed it there was one thing which I did feel from this movie and I don't know if this is a Sam Raimi thing or if this is a direction thing because I sort of have seen this in some of his movies mm. sometimes it's very dialogue and very exposition heavy like, mm. like I know that they're introducing a lot and this movie is a lot but there are a lot of scenes with America Chavez just and Doctor Strange talking like this is the multiverse this is what it's about where do you come from i came from here you know who you know who are you let me tell you who i am um you know let's go to universes yeah. and let's go through them and let's walk and talk and let me explain to you what how the multiverses work um i did feel like it did drag a little bit with that mm-hmm. because like, okay um this is starting to get i'm starting to get too much exposition here like um and it's that's not because i knew more about it like i was still learning about it but i don't know sometimes it felt like it's just, it's just, it did this thing with pause and explain to you, uh, yeah. told you about the universe and where I'm from, where it could have done that in other ways, which it had been. Like a more organ- organic way. I think so, yeah. So it was very, that's sort of the one thing that sort, did sort of drag down a little bit. And it sort of mm. kept, it sort of, it'd have like a big scene, then it stopped and be like, now let's, let's explain how everything happens and what's coming up next. And then let's have another big scene and then let's stop and let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think that it's becoming more that way over time as Marvel gets more complicated or do you think this is a Raimi thing in particular? No, I, I think you have a good point because if I'm obviously, so Spider-Man didn't do this, but you know, I'm just talking about Spider-Man because I was the last, you know, big blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, Spider-Man, I don't think, I don't know how much it advanced the multiverse story. Like it's kind of it advanced Spider-Man story. Like, you know, he's now unknown to everybody, but in terms of the multiverse and everything like that, it didn't mm. actually add that much. Whereas this one is trying to do a little bit of what, like the biggest, my, my biggest gripe with Eternals was basically the heavy dialogue and the heavy exposition and just stopping. There was a lot. But again, yeah. that movie had, that movie introduced us to so many new concepts that, only it did. Only it did. It didn't. There's no multiverse. Nothing. This was a whole mm. new concept altogether. Yeah. So, this movie is again pretty ambitious in that. Yeah. Um, I think you have a very, you have a good point about this going down the path. But I think if Marvel are going to be this courageous and keep pushing, you know, their stories and keep making this more and more complex, um, I think they have to be careful about just you know making them, you know, exposition dump after exposition dump. Um, That's right. And. It, it and actually the fact that you're describing it as two people having a chat literally over coffee or something, right? Yeah. Like they are literally sitting around a table talking yeah. and explaining it to one another. It's yeah. not like mid fight scene. It is almost like just no. them having a chat to explain it to the audience. It's yeah. a little bit lazy in that way, maybe. Yeah. Or they're walking together down into the universe and they're seeing things and they're like, Oh, what is this universe about? Oh, I've I've actually been to this many universes. Did you know that? Well now audience, yeah. now you know there's this many universes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yes. so that's that's the one part that bogged me down. I don't like heavy doses of exposition in general, just because it's it's it is as you said, it can be lazy, and no one really likes you know exposition. No, no one wants to be you know watching a movie and just sitting there and watching two two people talk. Exactly, um, and it takes you out of the movie because you're like yeah. feel like you're being lectured or like you understand. Oh, this is them explaining yeah. the plot to me. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. I think if you're in tune to it, and so if you're not, you know, if you're not viewing it with that sort of critical eye, then you just sort of watch it and you're like, okay, you know, I'm getting bored. When's the next thing going to happen? When's, mm. you know, when's the next action scene going to come up or when's something meaningful going to happen? Because this isn't doing it for me. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that's, been the, that's one of the main gripes I had with this. I didn't think mm. I, I didn't have too much because I know this movie was kind of, kind of a hit or miss from a lot of people. Um, mm. from what I saw but before we get more about that um, let's talk about so I talked a lot about the Illuminati and how that impact yeah. uh, but what but what but what, did, what, what, what what did you think also yeah. what do you think about sort of the, you know obviously there's tons of cameos in this which was yeah. a big a big Marvel thing um, yeah bringing well, back people I mean to be honest and I know a lot of people and maybe you really liked the Illuminati I mm. was not a huge fan of the fact that they had that whole piece for the main reason that I don't think it advanced the Doctor Strange plot very much. It was almost just a showcase of, like, the clout yeah. that Marvel has. Obviously, it gave, it was great seeing Patrick Stewart come <laughs> in to the, like, what is it, to the 1990s X-Men theme song? Yeah. And even yeah. me, I was, like, like the equivalent of goosebumps when I heard that because even oh. though I was like kind of groaning, I was like, this is kind of cool as well. I know. When I heard that music, I was like, goosebumps, you know, for me. like Yeah, it was so <laughs> nicely done. I, even me yeah. who, as a whole didn't necessarily enjoy that whole thing. <laughs> I was like, that was awesome, really well done. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I just thought, was any of those cameos necessary? Because mm-hmm. it obviously doesn't affect the main uni- world that we exist in, right? Yeah. But it, it opens up the fact that, yes, they might be X-Men, they'll be fantastic for and all of that. Yeah. But it just felt like it was almost forced into that plot without there being any need for it. And for me, like one of the things I wished for was just more focus on the Doctor Strange character and Wanda and America Chavez because they all just yeah. did such a great job, right? Those actors hit it out of the park with whatever they had. Definitely. And I just thought if you focused on that for that 20 minutes or whatever, you could have got more of a like emotional mm-hmm. connection to the audience or fleshed out the character arcs a little bit more. So for me, I was yeah. just like, I, I'm not sure what purpose it served other than kind of fan service in a way. And that's not a bad thing because all the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming in was actually awesome and I loved that. So maybe I'm being like unfair because I loved it there and then criticising it here. I just don't know. Like with the Tobey Maguire stuff, those other Spider-Man had their own arcs, right? Yeah. They weren't just cameos. They completed their own trilogies or gave themselves finality to the story arcs that Raimi created and the Andrew Garfield character created, right? Definitely right. No, they they continued expanded upon, reflected back on their sort exactly. of previous iterations from their movies. Um, they even sort of had fun with that as well, with the whole you know, like you know, what's it called? Um, you know, I'm part. Of, you know, I'm part of. The, I'm part of the. I'm part the of the Avengers. the Avengers. Oh, cool. What is what that? Is that? Is it, yeah. Is it? What's it called? Is it? Um, is it like the Beatles? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. that's it like it was it was funny it was meaningfully done and it like had an emotional punch to it right whereas the illuminati here it was great seeing all of those characters some of whom i don't even know anything about like Mm. the guy with the sonic voice or whatever but the only thing i can think of as a meaningful plot device was it showcased just how insanely powerful Wanda is right scarlet witch these are immensely powerful people and she didn't break a sweat basically right 
I mean, she was bleeding all over. (laughs) Yeah, she was bleeding all over, but like (laughs) the most powerful psychic in the universe is like, uh, you know, Patrick Stewart or Professor X. She just like goes into his mind and snaps his neck or whatever, right? Like it's it's done so casually. Um, Captain Britain sliced in half. Like it was a massacre. And so I thought that was maybe the main plot point it served to show that she is insanely powerful. And like maybe we can talk about that later in terms of just how insanely yeah. powerful she is. But yeah, look, for me, I thought wasn't necessary and they could have used that time better. But, you know, part of me understands why people mm. would have loved that as well. And, you know, I can't fault yeah. Marvel because I'm sure for a lot of people, did it work for a lot of people? I'm not sure what uh, people are saying about it, to be honest. I don't, I don't know what people are saying about it, but look, I'm how do you feel? pretty much, no, I, I mean, I like seeing like some of those characters. Like honestly, I don't mm-hmm. have like so I'm so I'm a I do like um John Krasinski just as an actor. Um, yeah, me too. Because you know, I loved him as Jim Harper. And I think there was <laughs> I think I think there was some like back in the day, there was there was some picture of him dressed up as um fa- Mr. Fantastic, whatever it is, um Re- Re- Richard Reed. Reed Richards. Um, yeah, Reed Richards, sorry. So he was there's some, oh, so some what he advocated to be that role or I don't he know, wanted I don't, to I don't, I don't know if he did, but there was some artwork that showed him and people were like, he looks like the perfect. Um, yeah. Richard. Okay. Um, right, right. Right. So like, so yeah, that's why I was sort of annoyed by, you know, having that ruined. Cause yeah, as I said, yeah, I actually liked that. That would have been really like, cool. Oh, yeah. It would be cool to see him, but it got ruined. Um, but look, <laughs> but look, look I, I completely, like you hit it spot on. Like the movie, it takes Dr. Strange, you know, out of Strange away to showcase another doctor's, you know, to show that he's, I guess it did some service in showing us that he's the real threat. Um, not um, wonder that that's what we've done, but that mm. little piece of information is told within like what, like twenty minutes of you know footage. Um, yeah. The cameos, like some worked, some didn't. Like I don't think. Look, Haley Atwell, um, you know she's great. I haven't seen her much. I have not seen you know the Agent Carter series, um, but she didn't draw me in like a Tobey Maguire did, or like you know Andrew Garfield yeah. did. Um, yeah. Obviously, Professor X did. Um, so he definitely has that pull, but like the other ones, like Maria Maria Rambo, okay, it's just expanding the story. It's not Brie Larson, so it's not like it's another character I've seen. It's just another iteration of Miss Marvel. The dude that can't speak, apparently he's from the Inhumans. Okay, for right. the for the three for the three people that have seen that, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure they um I'm pretty sure they they that they got a big kick out of that, <laughs> but. For me, you're like, okay, who's this guy? What's a what's a freaking fork doing on his head? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yes, it did lead to um. But yeah, like, so you pick up a good point because before going in and watching this movie, I went back and watched Doctor Strange one. Mm. It sort of helped me remember. So what's this guy's story again, man? Because it's been that movie came out in like 2006 or something like that. It's 2006. Am I wrong? No, maybe I'm wrong. It's that not. Be, it can't be that long. Yeah, that'd be like 16 years ago. No, no, no. I reckon it'd be like five, maybe six. Like, I, yeah, no, I think it's been five, five or six, six years. Sorry, I think I'm getting my years. Yeah, yeah. But that, um, you make a good point. It's been a long time. Yeah, so I went back and I, because one, doc, that Doctor Strange movie itself, I think one of the most underrated MCU Amazing movies. Amazing film, first, man. In the first Amazing. phases. Amazing. Um, Loved it. Really good. And the character development for Doctor Strange in that movie was impeccable. Like, exactly right. They, yes, they did such a great so well. character arc. Yeah, like they show us, you know, the smug guy who basically, you know, thinks he's, you know, the best in the world, the best surgeon, that loses everything. Um, one thing that I did want to talk about, and maybe I'll talk about it a little bit after, um, mm. about the casting and stuff like that, but I'll just put it back to the, the Illuminati. So it did, I do 
basically agree with you. It didn't add much to the story. Um, one thing I didn't like was basically Mordo, like Mordo. He's I didn't uh, understand yeah. what happened because he was a big part. Dude. He was a yeah. no, he was a, he was a huge part in the first um, Doctor Strange, and he actually was like that character of being that caused attention. You know, um, basically like he is the one who is devoutly following the rules um, and not going to bend it in any way. And that's a conflict between him and Doctor Strange. So I would have. I was hoping that this would expand it upon that, but instead they just have him as a different variation and he's just, he has a beef which we don't even properly understand because it's not expanded no. upon. It's, it's a, a different, different beef. Version of him. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a different version of him. So it's it's a different Doctor Strange he has an issue with and he's just projecting that <laughs> anger onto this one. Um, so true so because he is built up at the end of Doctor Strange 1, right? As like yep. the next guy, right? Like his arch yeah, nemesis. Yeah. And he's, he's built dealt up, like, away with... Definitely. Pretty quickly here. And almost as a joke, like he's like trapped in a little pit at the end, right? While Doctor Strange escapes. You're like, oh, that's a very like limp ending to his character. No, exactly right. So I, I, the version of Mordu in this universe is still alive, but I don't know. He hasn't been, he didn't appear in the Infinity Saga again. So he wasn't there for the whole, you know, Thanos stuff. I don't know if he died with a click or not. I don't know if he's back. He's just one of the forgotten characters, it looks like, which, um, it's kind of a shame because I actually really like the actor. I don't understand. I don't know his. He's a kind of his name. famous actor. I'm going to butcher his name. Yeah, so but I he's. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to pronounce it, but it's um. He's a very good, like, oh. dramatic actor. I've seen him in a few so things. Oh, he's a slave, right? But, yeah, that's it. Yeah, of course. Uh, is that him? I don't want to sound like a racist here. Yeah, but, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's move away from that one. Um, but he's he's he was great. So yeah, man. I don't have don't have much more to say about that. But we'll talk a little bit. About, you know, you mentioned a little bit about Wanda and. Her power, her sheer power. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I didn't like about WandaVision, I didn't know if I didn't like it, but I thought it could have been done better, was that Wanda was kind of a villain, but she was kind of not. Like, it never really pushed the boundaries enough on either side, um, you know, because mm-hmm. we, we sympathize with her, but she's doing something horrible by keep capturing people. Um, enslaving there was them, no basically. consequence for it. No, and that was one of the biggest gripes. She basically got away and then... The first introduction scene, Doctor Strange is like, "Look, I don't care what happened in Westview. You, you know, you, you don't care that you did all this stuff um, until you realize, yeah. yeah, did all this. You know, you're meant to be a protector. Like, it's not morally right for you to sort of do that. But um, so I liked in this one, as you said, straight off the bat, she's a villain. Like, we're yeah. like, you know, we're not playing around anymore. Like, she's, um, you know, she's delusional. She's been, she's gone under the dark hold or whatever that was, the spell that's made yeah. her crazy." Um, yeah. made her lose whatever little balance she had. Mm. Um, and she's been doing this because she's been, you know, it's Wonder Region finished. So she's been under the spell for a while now. So it's mm. possessed her. You know, so yeah. and she's she's possessed. She is. Yeah. There's no other way to sort of put it. So she's acting irrationally. Um, but no, I saw the ones, you know, the power, sheer power of her was ridiculous. And, you know, it's at a level which I haven't seen in many of the MCU villains. Like that sheer, like, you know, that you can take down like basically Avenger level kind of heroes. Um, yeah. In, like like one she took scene. down the Illuminati, like Thanos took down people with yep. the infinity gauntlet, right? Just yeah. like turning people into bubbles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So now, so, so what, so what do you think of Wanda and what did you think about, we transitioned a little bit about the acting. So what do you think about Elizabeth Olsen and how she portrayed the character? Um, how did yeah. you compare with WandaVision and uh, did you think she's, did justice to the role? Did um, could have done it better? Could have done it worse? What 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 were your thoughts around it? 
I'm a huge fan of Elizabeth Olsen. I think she did an amazing job in One Division, and I think she was even nominated for an Emmy or something. Like a Marvel TV show being nominated for an Emmy is like unheard of, right? Like that is what a great job that she did. Um, And in this role, I think, again, she did great with the material that was given and she was able to do the horror and the action and all of that and the, you know, the the empathetic parts as well of Mm. being genuinely just wanting her kids back really well. I just wish there was, I mean, I wonder if new people watching this show, she would have appeared a bit maybe one-dimensional because they just saw her be like really insane and they would have known that she lost their kids but wouldn't really have much more to it. But look, for me, I thought she hit it out of the park, did really good. And I really would like to see more of her. I hope this is not the end and I'm sure there's probably more to her than this, but she is quickly climbing the ranks for me as someone who I want to see more of in mm. these Marvel movies. I'm not at all like done with the Wonder Scarlet Witch story. Yeah. Um, her portrayal, just really great. Like the scenes where she's kind of pining after her children, like does hit a bit of an emotional I mm. think, link, I think, with the audience or people would genuinely sympathise with that. So I thought she did a really good job with what was given for me. I thought maybe they could have given her even more to do in terms of the character development. And I would Mm. say that across all of the characters, but I thought she did a really good job with, with the, the parts that she was given and like took that character to a whole new level. No, I I do agree. And we talked a little bit about Sam Raimi before, but I do think there was a strong influence. Yeah. That's a great point. It was it was it was a challenging. I think this must have been a challenging role because, as you said, she has to, um, you know, be empathetic. She has to be crazy. She's got to be maniacal. She's got to be powerful. Um, yes. She basically has to do everything in this role. Like there were scenes like, like going she's, from extremes almost. Yeah, like, she like basically, this. you know, she's emotional with her kids, and then she's inside Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Um, what's it called? Um, she's inside um, Professor X's. The other. Uh, yeah, head. yeah, mine. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. It's like you know, she's like. She's like acting twisted, but also powerful. She no, I do agree. The Even like range the, is crazy. the range is amazing, and the physical comedy. You know, like when she's walking yeah. like a zombie at one point oh, to yes, yeah. chase them through the like. I just thought that was all like flawlessly done. Yeah, no. One thing I did like, and I think because I mentioned Raimi before, it's like at the start. I think, and yeah, this is again a Raimi kind of trope thing, but mm. so he exaggerates a lot. So the intro scenes of her when she's fighting, you know, she takes out the entire you know, wizardry, uh, all the wizards in, um, you oh, know, the, yeah, um, that, yeah. in what's it called? The, uh, I forgot the name. The um, Kamataj. Yeah, Kamataj. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. She takes them all down and, you know, she enters her mind. But before she does all that, she's really um, doing this thing of having it up. Like she's exaggerating <laughs> the cartoonish nature. Like, yeah, you know, she's like, I am so evil and I am so bad. <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. Um, yes. You can't stop me. Like it's, it's like, but and that's where he, like from when I saw that, yeah, that this is very Sam Raimi. It's it's yeah, it, yeah. it's very over the top. I did hate. Um, but yeah, so no, I I I I definitely agree. She was she was great. Um, and I thought, look, I I guarantee this at the last you see of her. Like, yeah, you know, Marvel's rulers, you don't see the body. It's she's she's alive. And even she's if you see there. the body, even if you see the body, they'll just get it from another universe. We 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 yeah, are yeah, yeah, multiple that's... versions of her. <laughs> and like even from just a character perspective, she needs to have a redemption arc, right? Like yeah. it can't just be she dies because she realized she messed everything up. Mm. Like that wouldn't be the right ending to someone we've seen for like six, seven years, right? Yeah. And go through, you know, losing her brother, losing vision, losing her kids. 
and then what just goes crazy dies and that's it like that that would be a very unsatisfactory way to end her character definitely no you know you're definitely right um you know she does i guess in the end she does kind of sacrifice yes that's true very sure she doesn't die but like you know she what the movie implies is that she sacrificed herself for the universal good by destroying the dark hold yes Um, and across all the universes as well which i think is like an insane power what just yeah yeah but even that is crazy um how about um benedict cumberbatch and his performance of dr strange oh i can't even say his surname so i just call him cabbage patch um i thought he was really good bad like he it i don't know if you felt this but there were times when he was almost like the secondary character in his film but that was okay because he was kind of just following Wanda through her thing um Mm -hmm. but look again he did great with everything that was given to him i think that shows a real change we've come to see changes in dr strange's character from the first film to avengers and all of that because he's essentially going through like a period of being humbled right Mm -hmm. um like you know once upon a time would he have even helped spider-man with his issues like he's like this arrogant guy who could thought he could do anything right um but he's like the the movie right (laughs) yeah yeah that's right even in that movie yeah 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 he was super arrogant but I, i feel like he's become humbled now but he's always fighting that inner demon of wanting more power or thinking he can solve everything mm. still. Um, but, yeah, he did a really great job with what was given to him. And yeah. I think the thing, again, I'd go back to is they could have spent more time on his character because they asked massive questions of him. Like he kept asking, are you happy? Yeah, right? Like that was the main yeah. theme because both him and Wanda are almost joined by the fact that they're living through loss, right? Mm-hmm. Strange has lost What's the Rachel McAdams character? I forget her name. But like that's like the love of his life, right? And he's Doctor lost her. Something. Yeah. Doctor, yeah. Her. Yeah. So he's lost her and he's coming to grips with that. Uh, Wanda's lost her kids, lost vision, and is coming to grips with that. And so the question of are you happy is a really important one, right? Because they're both super powerful. They are you know, masters of their world and seemingly have everything. But there's this question of are they happy with all of that? And I just think they could have expounded on that a bit more. Mm-hmm. And that's where things like that, you know, 20, 30 minutes with Illuminati stuff, I think could have just spent more time yeah. developing Strange and, I don't know, developing Wonder and America Chavez as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... look, I thought it was done. He did really great. I just wish there was more of him. I reckon. Yeah. No, he's a, I mean, from an acting point of view, I think they couldn't have, you know, Marvel have seemed to not put a foot wrong in terms of who they cast. Um, so he's done... He's has a range, and you know he's got the class, the charisma, the humor. He's, yeah, he's someone that can do everything. He's definitely, you know, after you know, after which called Tony, after Tony and um, you know, uh, Captain America and everything like that. He's definitely, you know, him along with Thor, I guess. But he's probably more central than anybody else right yeah, now. Good point. And I think it's perfect for somebody like him. Um, one thing. So Rachel McAdams, Christine Porter, Christine. <laughs> uh, Palmer. Sorry. Christine Palmer, um, yes. Gotcha. One thing that, so, one thing that I do think, like, and your character on the point is so, it's so correct because one thing I thought that that the whole story lacked, and this is to do with what you mentioned, that romance section between them didn't really mm-hmm. feel that strong, um, because in because again I had just seen Doctor Strange the first one, um, yeah. so you know I sort of thought there wasn't much in that like that that, that relationship was. 
kind of like a D, maybe a C or D story. It wasn't even like a B story. Really? Was, was that not even the main thing? No, I don't think so. Like the main story was yeah. about his journey and finding out about, you know, how to heal his trauma. And then there was a whole um, conflict between Mordu and him. And then there's an oh. Asian one story. So that story was like, it was like, oh yeah, you know, we used to, you know, we could have had something, but we didn't. Oh, okay. Mm. We didn't. Whatever. Let's leave it. And then Tinsen, you know, she, you know, there was no mention of her in the Infinity Saga, Infinity War, Endgame. There's no mention of <laughs> yeah, him. There's no mention yeah, of her yeah, yeah. in um, the Spider-Man movie. No, in any any of the other features that um, Doctor Strange has been, she's not been mentioned. So she sort of she literally hasn't been on screen since the first Strange no, film. The only Jeez. the thing the only thing that makes it a bit stronger is if you watch the Doctor if you watch the What If series, there's a very powerful episode with her. Uh, ah, that, right. Okay. That, that explains that showcases basically the love he has for her in a much more detailed and much better way than this show did. But yeah. that's not translated to this because that's not like Doctor. I mean, that has a lot of elements, but it does not translate that well into this movie. So again, the Illuminati scene cut it down by a couple of minutes and focus, try and build up more. That's um, that's really good to know because I haven't didn't watch Doctor Strange before this, so I just assumed that that yeah. was like a massive part of the plot. But you watched it, and it's yeah. clearly not, which makes it odd that they like it was such a main pillar of this film. Yeah. Then right, this character who wasn't even built up in the first one, and no. we haven't seen her for like five six years since. Yeah, it's suddenly like given were, this really prominent they went, place. They went together in that movie, like, you know, mm-hmm. they were more platonic. Um, yeah. If anything, um, which they might have had something going on. It doesn't really go into too much detail, but that's the whole thing. It didn't do it enough. Mm. Um, so you're right. I I mean, yeah, I did like, you know, Doctor Strange and his portrayal, but just, you're right. The character crew definitely fleshed out better. I love that question about, you know, are you happy? Because that's basically, you know, he saved the universe. He's responsible for that yeah, I think poses some really challenging questions to him because he goes to other universes and he sees that, you know, it was possible to not go through all the timelines and do all that stuff and lose so many people for five years. Um, other, other universes sort of showed that, you know, we have, you know, we had a Thanos, but you know, we use a dark hold or we use some way to get rid of him without losing everybody. Um, right. Which probably so. makes that question. Remember he's at the wedding and some guy asks him yeah. like another doctor guy, like, did you have yeah. to do it that way? So he's a doctor from the first movie as well. Right, so yeah, okay. He's like the, um, he's also an arrogant doctor, but, you know, Doctor Strange is kind of belittling him all the time. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, he, exactly. That's, it poses some deep questions about these things. And yeah, I didn't even appreciate that, that, yeah. It doesn't really dig into it as much as it could. Um, so yeah, you're right. I, I'm, I'm nothing against Benedict. I think he did a great job. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that they expand upon this a bit more because I think the character development mm in Doctor Strange 1 was a bit better than it was in yes. this movie here. Um, yes. But there's so much to focus on. There's so much to do. They have to talk there about the universe lot. and um, do all this stuff. So it takes away from that, you know, the origin yes. stories are great because of that. You know, they can focus on the character. And that's why I think MC movies now are going to be much more challenging if they're going to go down this path because they're juggling so much, you know. This is yes. a movie that has to one go to Doctor Strange. It's got to introduce us to new characters, new concepts. Um, you introduce cameos. Uh, let us know what's happening next. There's, <laughs> there's sort of it's so a much lot, going right? on. Like, yeah, he got new powers now. He has a third eye. Like, <laughs> well, you know, I don't understand that. That's it's kind of yeah. awesome. But I'm like, what is that? Yeah, yeah, no, that's um, definitely something. So 
Yeah, man, that, I mean, other characters, I loved, you know, American Shadow, as you mentioned, her, but good instruction character. She acted well. She's funny and, you know, charismatic and... Really great. Um, a lot yeah. of fun, right? Everything she was yeah. in, she was fun, right? Like, I would... Yeah, maybe yeah, she yeah. even stole the scene, but she was just, like, a lot yeah. of fun every time she was there. No, definitely. I liked, I, 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 I liked her quite a bit. Um, and nice is that you mentioned, you know, Doctor Strange and sort of the kid... Um, yes. You know how he's sort of mentoring sort of kids now. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, true. And I sort true. of like that after Spider Man. So no, the I other Benedict to, did good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Benedict Wong. Yeah, his yeah. Sorcerer Supreme was good, given yeah, a little bit see, more to of, do. I kind of wish they sort of just have more of him. I like him so much. I think he's yes. so funny and so great. <laughs> he is hilarious in every scene he's yeah. in, but also has that kind of. I don't know, gentle kind of vibe to him where he's yeah. able to, I think, bring Strange down a little bit and just grab definitely. him a oh, little no. bit. Yeah, no, definitely. He's, um, that's, that, that's, the dynamic works so well because of that because he doesn't take any of Dr. Strange's shit. It's like, you know, I don't, you know, you're the most powerful sorcerer. I don't care. I'm the, I'm the sorcerer supreme, you know, I'm the guy. Yes, I love that he owns that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah I could do with him even more. Yeah. So he's, he's great. Um, he's yeah, awesome. Nothing to sort of, um, talk about the cast too much last thing we want to talk about before we sort of look to sort of wrap it up um haven't talked too much about we mentioned about Sam Raimi but some of the visual effects in this movie man I think this is Insane. up there with probably some of the best just because of the uniqueness of it um I think lending it because you know this movie is the first venture into horror that they've had it's not mm. I wouldn't call it a horror movie it has horror elements to it yeah. you know there's jump scares yeah. um but this, again, has to go, a lot of credit has to go to Sam Raimi, I think, for this, because as you mentioned, that distinct styles, he can switch things up so well. Like we had that, mm-hmm. I mentioned the scene about, um, you know, uh, Wanda entering uh, Xavier's mind. I thought that scene was so cool, you know, the white room and just, yes, you know, she's inside, yes. hidden and controls. We obviously had Zombie Strange, which looked, oh my God, looked insane. insane. That was looking so cool. Um, we had Wanda killing people just left, right, and center in seconds. Uh, the camera That's work right. he does, you know, again, it's very Sam Raimi, you know, she gets, um, Captain Britain gets chopped in half and it zooms into Haley Atwell's face and pauses, then moves on. That's, and a way of showing, like, what happened without showing what happened, right? Because yeah. you don't see two parts of her body or whatever, you just see the top yeah, half, yeah, and, yeah, but yeah. you know but what's was, happened. It was pretty gory, though. Like, you know, they had a lot it of... Um, so gory. It was, yeah. Like, even from the start, right? Like, I was surprised. They pull out the um, that octopus's eye or whatever. Oh, the eye, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, like, cringing a little bit at that. They I did not it out, expect um, it. So, again, yeah. As we said, you know, it's, it's a Sam Raimi movie, for, you know, through and through. It is entirely through and through his visual style. And it's not always just the really in-your-face, over-the-top stuff. There's subtle stuff as well. Like, do you yeah. remember... Scarlet Witch or Wanda waking up from her dream about children, how mm-hmm. it starts off as really bright and then she's getting out of bed yeah. and it turns a darker shade and greys yeah, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. like showing that her kind of world is pretty grey and yeah. sterile and lacking in any like humanity, I guess. Yeah. And even those subtle things are just so well done. Like, I yeah, love no, it. It's clever. I think it's Sam Remy on probably the biggest budget he's ever had. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. They did give him a lot of they did give him a lot of freedom because that's a criticism that he's sort of been given um, a lot of times. Like Spider-Man 3, from what I understand, was mostly the criticism was that the studio and, you know, it's a Sony picture, so I definitely understand the studio butting in because they seem to ruin everything. Um, yeah. So they sort of butted in. Apparently, though, from what I read in the trivia was, I think there was 40 more minutes of extra footage. <laughs> from, from In this film? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, snap. 
So they're going to release the Sam Raimi cut. <laughs> okay, that's good. I mean, it's not that long a film, right, compared to Marvel no, it's films. It, it's two, just over two hours, right? Yeah. And so I could do with three hours of this. I wouldn't have complained. Considering how much we just talked about, like maybe that is True. a thing. It did feel rushed. Like it, that, yeah. That's the thing. It didn't explore mm. these concepts as much as we wanted them to, which is – exactly. Um, because this film blows open the multiverse, right? Yeah. The first film that kind of does it. You had a little bit from Spider-Man, but yeah, here, it's like kind of no. This takes that's it to part another of the, level. And I wonder if the first Doctor Strange is the one that introduced us to other dimensions, right? Because he goes into yep. the dark dimension or whatever. So, like, uh, it's, I think I, I'm not sure. It enters like I think I can't remember now exactly, but yeah, I don't know about that. yeah. No, no, I, no. I think it does with um. Uh, I forgot the I forgot the character's name, but Mickelson, the the, the oh, bad Mads guy, Mickelson, yeah, Mads yeah, Mickelson. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his yeah, character's yeah, yeah. all about that. Um, I think so. Yeah. But I can't remember so well. But yeah, look, um, the visual style was pretty. Yeah, it's pretty breathtaking. I, I think I could watch it just again, just for that, because it was exactly. stunning. That, and there could have been more of it. I reckon, like yep. you could have. I would have not complained. Like that scene where yep. they falling through the universes that is a masterpiece and that is something i will remember this scene this movie has memorable scenes you can't say that of all marvel films even though that a lot of them are no. great but like just memorable stuff that is no you're just that's that's yeah. a that's such a good point like i probably won't forget now in terms of the scene dr strange and zombie strange and waking up like he does and having the zombies exactly around him, and then him, him controlling that um, i will say this movie ended great i loved you know, like I talked about a dragon a little bit with the exposition dumps, and the, you're right. Like I don't think I noticed when I was watching it, but the Illuminati scene did. It was another say. It was another source of just pause, and you know, I, it took me. It was cool. It took me out of it because the story wasn't continuing. But the way it ended, him coming back as a zombie, and yes. you know, showing us um that zombie strange version, and them having that epic duel. Um, what did you think of the ending though? Like, so Wanda sort of, you know, was it a bit. You know, like her basically, the way to take her down is to get into her mind and make her empathize. Was that did that work for you? I, I, I don't know if it did actually. I mean, no. I think that was always going to be the solution because it, mm. I don't think you want to kill her. You want to get her to understand the error of her ways, right? Yeah. So that she can go on that journey and realize that she's done something wrong. It wouldn't have been good if she never realized the error of her ways. Right, so she had to be shown that, but maybe it felt a bit rushed for her to almost just snap from, like, yeah. one version of herself to another, and I don't know exactly what it took. It was the wonder from the other world saying the kids will be all right. Is that what uh, happened? Uh, oh, the kids seeing her as a monster, and yeah, the kids seeing like, her oh. as a monster. But I can't. I think it was. I think it was America. I think no, it was America Chavez that somehow got her to see. She opened a dimension or something like that to. Yes. Show her because she controlled the power and she could show her the view from that dimension and what she's doing to them. Um, yes. Something something like that. Um, yes, yes. So maybe it happened yeah. a bit quick. What What do you think? Like, it was no, fine for me, but yeah. I thought, I thought it was okay, but I was mm. like, it's a bit hard for me to comprehend that. Okay, so she's, you know, she's possessed, I understand. So, you know, it's something that she can't get over. But then all of a sudden, all it takes is her to, for her to see how much pain she's inflicting. Um, on herself, like, exactly. what did she think would happen? Like, would she think that her her getting kids from another Wanda is going to be all fine? Like, she, she's <laughs> the kids she's would be like, yeah, that's she's, cool. 
she's killing the mother. Like, you know, that's her plan. Like, whether yes. she likes it or not, it's her, but it's her, your kids. It's not actually your kids. It's another wonders. Um, Fair point. You know, so... Like, it, how did she not see that before? And yeah, it's, what yeah changed, that's what I'm trying to get at. What changed at the end for her to see that? Yeah, yeah it was kind of just like, we got to wrap this up somehow. How are we going to kill her? She's too powerful. Doctor Strange can't kill her. We're not going to introduce more Avengers or new characters that are taking her down. Um... <laughs> You know, so how are we going to end this? So it just felt like let's make her realize her error of her ways, which they what? So that wasn't explored in Wonder Reason enough. Like they didn't. It's down to the consequences <laughs> she didn't get again. It. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. She didn't get it. She spent that time. Okay, she got possessed. But yeah, it it wasn't the worst. I'm not going to say it was the worst part of the movie or anything like that. Uh, but something just about it, I guess, just, just sort of lacked. I think compared to yeah. sort of other endings that I've seen in the MCU and stuff like that, like. Spider-Man is such a powerful ending. Like, you know, like, yeah. this is so somber. This is so sad. Like, something really bad has happened. Um, yeah. And because the stakes were so high for this movie, I don't want to compare it to one of the lower, um, of course. you know, Marvel movies. Like, it's, it shouldn't be compared to, you know, um, Captain Marvel or something like that or one of the yeah. Black Widow, which are, like, they're, they're not in the same category as what this sort of movie sort of meant. Um, exactly. Everything. Like, they all had their strengths, they all had their weaknesses, but this was, like, you know, you got to end on, right? you got to end on something pretty powerful because or everything that's built up is basically it's a whole Wonder Vision show. It's like it's going through Doctor Strange's journey. Um, it's opening up these new concepts. Um, so I think I don't know if it stuck the landing as well as I wanted it to. Yeah. Um, but look, I I I, 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 don't, I don't want to make it sound like it ruined the movie or anything like that. It didn't. No. But it's just like I wonder if they could have thought about that a bit more. Hey, and could I also note? Isn't it weird that she chose a world? For the kids where vision wasn't around that's like, that's why? something so vision wasn't in any of them no so, like why I, wouldn't you not like he's the main person that she loves right I, like I, she's loved I, him from like early avenger films yeah to life. yeah i don't think i can i can't understand because again this might be a comic book thing which it didn't explain like yeah it didn't explain this in the movie um why vision wasn't around in any of them i don't know if it has to do with tony stark because tony stark technically created vision um uh, yeah so does point. tony stark not exist in these universes because he's not mentioned he's not shown he's not part of the, the illuminati um, yeah oh yeah so good I, point so, i yeah, assumed it was is. like a budgeting thing man like they couldn't afford for <laughs> they need to come back at like another superstar yeah. but yeah look there could actually be no. a proper reason for it yeah, no, Marvel movies definitely have issues with budgets. Like, you know, they definitely can't afford to fork out another can't afford <laughs> to have vision to have Paul Bettany for like 10 minutes. Five yeah. minutes, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but um, no, but overall, one thing I didn't mention, I forgot, I didn't, sort of my closing notes, I didn't sort of mention this before, but after watching Doctor Strange 1, one thing I did notice, and this surprised me while I was watching it, I really miss Tilda Swinton. I can't, really, yeah. I was surprised. She was so fantastic in the Doctor Strange one movie. Um, yeah, I think it's forgotten because one that movie feels like it's forgotten a little yes. bit. Yes, um, but if you do have a chance, go back and watch that, and her performance is awesome. Um, yeah, okay. They, like obviously, Doctor Strange was great and Wanda was great, but she sort of brought another. She, I don't know. She's got charm. She's got wisdom. There's something about her. I just the presence, like, right on screen. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. The presence on the screen. She was great. And she appeared in one of the Avenger films, right? Was it Infinity War or something? Yeah, with like uh, the Endgame. Hulk or something? Endgame. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Endgame. So they, they go back and Hulk finds her yes. to find the time stone. And he, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, she unreels a whole, she unravels a whole oh, you know, multiverse right. theory. Yes. Um, 
but yeah, that, that sort of surprised me from that because I was like, hmm, like I really miss, I really miss her. She's she's great. She's <laughs> um, amazing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So in a strange movie, just had such an amazing cast, and this one does too. Yeah. But yeah, Tilda Swinton on that one. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if I recommend, I recommend to go back, to go back and watch it. Yeah, need to just go back. chuck on Disney+. Um, <laughs> it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, man, did you have any other sort of closing thoughts? I think we've talked about basically the, the movie. About. I can't think of anything else. Did you want to talk else? about I... the, um, the post-credits scene? Post-credits scene? I mean, I don't know who that character is, to be honest, like the Charlie's Throne. I'm glad to see her because she's a great actress and I'm sure whatever yeah. she's given, she's going to knock it out of the park. I yeah, yeah, yeah. just don't know too much about her, but look, I was excited. Mm. I was like, that is a legitimate actress who's going to do great. And it is a bit, hopefully. it is a bit, one thing I'm having a bit of concern about is they keep introducing new characters. I have absolutely <sighs> no idea. I'm like, who the heck are these people? Yes. They did this in it's the a good as well. point. Like, and, you know, and this is like maybe a topic for another time, but I, like this phase of Marvel is there's just so much going on mm. and it doesn't seem like there's a pillar to it all. Yeah. Like all the other films, there's like Iron Man or there was like a couple of key yeah. players and you kind of knew where it was going. At yeah. this point, you know, we have Shang-Chi, we have Moon Knight, we have, you know, <laughs> Doctor Strange, America Chavez. I don't know who is important in this phase right now and maybe they're going to yeah. flesh it out. We don't no, know who the main, do we know who no, the main villain is? But like, yeah, I just don't know. From there's what I can tell, it's probably Kang. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Harry Styles at the end of, what yeah. was it, Eternals, he, was it? Yeah. Who is he? Yeah, yeah, that's, there's yeah, so many I, I just feel pieces. like that's there's funny. a lot. No, you're exactly right, man, because thinking back to, I think it's, um, so the post credit scenes in the first phase of the Marvel movies, I thought were just like, they knocked about the park so much. Um, you know, like when we, yes. I think there was, I think it was in, it might have been this one, yeah, the end of Doctor Strange, there's yep. a hilarious post-credit scene with Thor. Um, oh yes, yeah, 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 with the great, beer yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like at that point because that, that was one of the first times you see like, okay, wow, this is getting these guys are coming together now. It's um, interconnected, you know. So you're not you're not introducing a new character, um, and you're not relying on Nick Fury to come up in every single post-credit scene to, you know, um, yes. just get people to come to the team. Uh, but now it's kind of just like, like in like a post-credit scene. The last two movies that I remember, obviously. I don't know what the hell to make out of the Spider-Man one. Like, well, Venom is now in the universe. Like, oh, his yeah, symbiote is there. Like, what the, yes. heck is, what the heck is that? Is he also going to be having an appearance now in the MCU? Um, I can only see Then you have that. this, yeah, you said, you know, st- what is it, Harry Styles, something Harry Star Styles. Fox. What's his name? I forgot his name. Something Fox, I, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you've got Harry Styles in there. And then, uh, you know, the only one that I sort of liked was the Shang-Chi one because it just had barely bonged. Well, yep. come in and they have the hilarious karaoke scene. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that was cool, but then this one again, like you know, Charlie Saran. I love Tar- I love Charlie Saran. She's fantastic. Um, you know, looking forward to seeing her. And I like how Marvel get actors of the same age. You know, oh, I've, good you know, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch and you know Charlie Saran. That's pretty. You know, it's they're, they're pretty. You know, on the same age level. So there's nothing weird about that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know how this affects uh, Rachel McAdams' character. Like, mm. is this a love interest? It looks that way. Yeah, um, true. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it is a concern. Then there's other cutscene internals as well. The guy with the um, sword and then Blade. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you going to keep up with this? Like, <laughs> you, hey, controversial question. Do you reckon Kevin Feige's losing the threads to some of this stuff? Or do you mm. reckon this is part of the plan? He's just 
seeing what works because he's, you know, they're taking chances with Moon Knight yeah. and really different stuff. I'm going to trust Kevin Feige that he knows what's going on and he's got a plan no, and it's, it's going to be fine. It's a, but It's a good question. Like, I think this is a whole new ball game. Like, the thing is, it's so hard to not compare these movies with the previous iterations. Yes. Because that's what we're expecting, you know. Like, that's just, you know, we've just come to have that. But it's not like that anymore. Like, you know, I don't know... I don't know how it's going to turn out, but like you, I do trust Kevin Feige, but I feel like there's going to be some growing pains during the journey. Like the Eternals, yeah. I felt like was a growing pain. Um, <laughs> basically okay. like, you know, I, I didn't mind the movie that much because it also did some good things, but it was awesome the times, amount yes. of stuff that introduced was ridiculous. And the amount of characters introduced <laughs> was Insane. ridiculous. Um, and then, yeah, as you're right, you're, you're checking Moon Knight who has, Absolutely, there's no connection anywhere in the MCU. Um, that's a question I asked during our previous reviews of this um, on this podcast. We just don't know where he's going to fit in. Mm. But yeah, it is a challenge. It's a challenge. I do trust Kevin Feige because he's just sort of Me knocked too. it out of the park. Because but yes. everything we're seeing is new. Like we haven't even we've mentioned so much, and then there's there's She-Hulk coming, <laughs> you know, yes, around the corner. Yes. Um, they're reintroducing Daredevil and all those guys. Um, oh yeah, good point. You know. Female Hawkeye, I forget her name, Kate Bishop, and yes, all that. Right. Yeah, there's so much going on, but um, I'm, I'm guessing they're going to tie it all together. Yeah, I think it's going to be soon because I think it's going to get to the point if if Thor: Love and Thunder introduces a new character again in this post-credit <laughs> scene, um, I'm really going to have to start drawing out the map to see where everyone fits in My because map. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's getting more and more confusing. Um, oh. Yeah, but no, man, it's just um. Overall, man, I did like the movie. Um, I loved it. Yeah, I liked I'm, it, and I'm definitely some. I think, yeah, it. The plot might have felt a little bit, but I think it made up for it with his visual style and Sam Raimi. Hundred percent. Um, Sam Raimi listened it. <laughs> yes, is enough to carry yes. me through. Look, for all of its deficiencies, I enjoyed it. Like it was a lot of fun. I wished it didn't end as kind of quickly as it did. Mm. It could have gone on for half an hour more and I would have been like, that's totally cool. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I would highly recommend watching this movie. I don't think yeah. any of the deficiencies we discuss detract from how good this yeah. film is and what a blast it is. Yeah, and to see the cinema as well. That's a, Yes, it is a cinematic movie. experience. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, cool, man. Well, that'll, that'll do it from us then. Um, awesome, want to thank our friend of the program, Sunny, <laughs> thanks so, for having me on, man. I appreciate yeah, it, man. Any, you know, anytime. So you're gonna hear, hear this guy uh, much more. You know, he's gonna come on every now and then and join us. Um, Looking forward yeah, to it. Till till next time. Thanks, man. See you guys. Bye. Bye.